the WrestleGeddon Podcast. For over three years, the best of the worst wrestling podcast. Welcome to another edition of the Wrestle Gena Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Chris the Heat Matthews. Joined this week by the Tennessee Jesus Carl Crossland. I'm not sure where Garrett is. Carl might be able to shed a little light on that for us. Yeah, uh, I pretty much uh, hooked up Garrett today. Um, started off by uh, watching the, uh, the classic Ojella. Garrett had never seen it. But it was in there. He was born way after that movie came out. Uh, and he, he cried his heart out and uh, I did probably like one of the worst things a friend could do, uh, and I put Homeward Bound in, and we watched that, except for uh, I cut the VHS off before Shadow came over the hill, so Garrett thinks Shadow died, <laughs> and he's all tore up about it, and you know, he just can't do the podcast. That's fucked up, dude. <laughs> You make them watch a dog get shot. <laughs> then you make them think another dog just died. Yep. Oh, you know how much Garrett loves dogs. <laughs> yeah, man. Oh, man. At least you didn't leave him in Puerto Rico or feed him to a chupacabra. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, we get made it back from Puerto Rico. That's good. <laughs> Is this being emotional right now? I'm like me who got stuck there for two extra days. <laughs> uh, never fly frontier. <laughs> As your sage wisdom for traveling, never fly frontier. It may look like a good deal, but their planes suck. Hell, at least they told you that their planes up and didn't like take you up in the air and was like, oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry about that. Oh, it was a good time. All right. <laughs> Let's get over to the random band entrance team for this week. Let's kick it. I'm gonna have my say. Oh, who knows? Put these on so random. For fuck's sake! All right, we had a uh, marshmallow. Some good old Chris's fashion. favorite candy. <laughs> I do love me some marshmallows. I'm gonna love <laughs> the marshmallow guy from Ghostbuster. Yeah, he's definitely uh, my favorite marshmallow compared to. <laughs> <laughs> compared to the DJ Marshmallow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, awesome. Um, I didn't listen to a lot of Marshmallow, but I barely listened to any at all. <laughs> My son, Xavier, is it's one of his other bands that he's obsessed with right now is Marshmallow. So he's been listening to Alone, like, a lot. <laughs> so you're but, going uh, with Alone? 
No, um, I'm oh. going with, uh, was it Esta La Vida? Oh, Esta La Vida. Uh, Esta Vida. Yep. Esta Vida, yeah, that one. Yeah. Whew, I thought you were going to go with mine there for a minute. because I thought you was going with Alone, and you're like, no, I'm like, this motherfucker hadn't listened to Marshmallow all damn week. He's going to pick me something. <laughs> now, I, I, I'm going with uh, Grown Man. Nice. So, I don't know. I'm not into that like trap music stuff. Kind of, kind of hard to get into it. Uh, a lot of this stuff is not trap music. It's more like I would say pop. We like, club like music, music. something like that. No, it's more like pop music. I, know, I just couldn't get into it. So. Mm. Either way. Either way. All right. Um, Garrett probably picked a loan. <laughs> After the uh, um, <laughs> After you made him watch all those <laughs> those movies, yeah. Oh, yeah man, you should make him watch All Dogs Go to Heaven. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll feel better about it. Cut it then off he might pick Charlie dies. <laughs> then he might uh he might pick happier. Maybe. <laughs> oh, awesome. All right, what you got for us for next week? We got uh one of the OGs. We got the, the Beatles. Beatles, we all live in a yellow submarine. So uh we all know Chris is coming out to uh I want to hold your hand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Good stuff. All right. Listen to some Beatles this week. It's been a while since I've listened to the Beatles. Uh, it's one of those things where, like, even for them to exist at such a long time ago, you still hear their songs everywhere. Yeah. A lot of cover remakes, covers, like all that fun stuff too. Yeah. Definitely a timeless band. They used to have a little uh, cartoon my son was watching on Netflix. So, oh, it's on there, about the, but... uh, the Beat Bugs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like each episode was modeled after a song. Yep, that was a that was a good cartoon. I really enjoyed that. Yeah. Them kids are watching it for a little bit, and then they kind of got bored with it. But it was pretty good. But they had that other one on there too. That was all it was, it was like Motown themed. Can't remember what the, hell the name of it was, but like each song, okay. each episode had like a different Motown theme to it, and a different uh, Motown song is actually really good. I haven't seen it. I have to look into it. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Here's that Randall band next week, the Beatles. Garrett, if you're listening, pick a Beatles song. <laughs> he came in through the bathroom window. <laughs> awesome. All right. Wrestling figure of the week this week. I dropped the ball last week. Um, I did not get a chance to post the uh, headbangers figures. That's my bad. My bad, y'all. <laughs> but uh, we will get the wrestling figure of the week up this week. Um, 
Was it like some codes with shirts? (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) (laughs) Those old Jack's bone crunchers, man. Face scans weren't all that great. The only way you can tell they're the headbangers from the face makeup. (laughs) Oh, that's not even the worst though. They did um when Owen Hart came back and he had like the buzz cut. They literally just reused a Jeff Jarrett head and painted the painted a goatee on it. <laughs> they called it Owen Hart. So. <laughs> oh, so bad. Oh, what am I going with? What am I going to pick? I got so many damn wrestling figures. <sighs> That's rough. Brutus the Barber movie cake. Actually, I do have a Brutus and Barber beefcake, and let's go. That's actually not a bad choice. Let's do the Hasbro Brutus the Barber beefcake, the uh, the first one with the the jumping. Oh jumping man, action. dude! So. That was a. I think I had that one. Yeah, one with the pink tights. Mm-hmm. Yep. With the old uh, the old WWF wrestling ring. Yep. That was um, for some reason. That was probably one of my favorite Hasbro's as a kid was that Brutus. I don't know why. It's not like he was, you know, the most popular wrestler ever, but it was still uh, just a cool oh, I don't know. I, he was pretty, like, at that age, age for me, he was pretty popular. I mean, he wasn't like Hogan or Warrior. No, I mean, he was cool because he had come out with those big-ass yeah. garden shears and, like, cut people's hair. It was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Like, oh, who's getting their hair cut tonight? Yeah. Cutting and strutting, baby. <laughs> oh, good stuff. All right. So there's a wrestling figure of the week that will get up this weekend. I 99% positive that it'll get done. <laughs> well, a lot better than the Zodiac, right? <laughs> yeah. But they did, they made an awesome Mattel figure of the Zodiac, though. That was a, a great figure. <laughs> what, other, what other gimmicks he had? It was the Zodiac. There's um the Disciple, <laughs> the Booty Man. <laughs> so much, so much stuff. Awesome. All right, let's jump over to the news this week. I don't have a lot of news, but I do have some big stuff here. Um, mainly AEW, AEW oriented this week. Um. We'll get this one out of the way first. Um, apparently, Tony Khan was doing an interview. Surprise, surprise. And he was asked about CM Punk's return. Uh, while Tony Khan did not deny or um, what I'm looking for, admit to uh, Punk returning, he said it would be great to be back in Chicago. That's all he said. So you think? He said, you think there's a chance or you think he's just trying to sell his tickets in Chicago? I think Punk's coming back. That was also noted that the, the premiere of AEW's new Saturday show, Collision, has a uh, subtitle to it called The Second Coming. And seeing one of Sick. CM Punk's, one of Punk's monikers is the, the Second City Saint. So. Yeah. Yeah, so we'll see if uh, Punk comes back at uh, the premiere of AEW Collision. I don't even know when the premiere date is for that. I haven't seen anything yet. 
but I think it'll get announced some. Um, apparently, TK has got another big announcement coming up this week on next week's Dynamite Wednesday night. So we'll see what it is. It's probably got something to do with this next uh, bit here. Um, AEW and Warner Discovery are rumored to have struck a $1 billion deal for five years for AEW programming. Uh, what app is that would be? That would be uh, HBO. HBO Max. Well, just Max now. They dropped the HBO. Oh, you dropped the home box yeah. office. Yep. Which is a more recognizable name than than Cinemax was. So. Yeah. Whatever. And it, and um, the name for the whole Cinemax and it, it is put Max. Yeah. yeah. So it looks Ooh. like. So the speculation with this is that. With uh, the pay-per-view coming up, they're looking to announce this deal next week to get people to subscribe to Max to uh, watch the pay-per-views on there. I don't know. How disappointed you think everybody's going to be when it's the second coming of Jimmy Havoc and not Sam Point? <laughs> oh man, people people will be pissed, but a lot of people still like Jimmy Havoc, so <laughs> especially comes out dressed as a his little zombie princess thing he was doing for a little bit. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> if this deal is true um for AEW and Warner Discovery. I, that's a pretty big thing. You're going to get more exposure to your pay-per-views. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure with that billion-dollar deal for five years, that's, what, 200, $250 million a year? Or $200 yeah. million a year for yeah. for this deal. So The only thing I'm more be... concerned about is, like, I would – I wonder the catalog, or we're just getting AEW, or are we getting Ring of Honor, too? Honestly, they'd be stupid not to do Ring of Honor too and combine everything under the AEW banner onto this app and include the Ring of Honor pay-per-views and the AEW pay-per-views on there. It's like he owns a library for Ring of Honor, so it wouldn't it make yeah. sense to put that on there? Like a lot yeah. of people Is would this... go back and watch some old ROH stuff. Like I would. There's a lot of stuff I missed that. Yeah, I would there's a, a lot more of. A lot more of Ring of Honor I'd watch than I would watch AEW because it like what AEW is like what twelve pay per views or something like that. Yeah, yeah, not even. Been... Yeah, probably yeah, three years because you think about they do what like four a year. Yeah, yeah. So thirteen if you count all in, which technically was a Ring of Honor pay per view. Yeah, we'll see. So I hope it is true, and I hope that's what they're doing is putting all this stuff on on Max, similar to Peacock. And like I like the interface better for uh, Max anyway compared to Peacock. It's easier to navigate through, especially it, since it like it doesn't crash as often either. Like I no. have a problem, and it's only the WWE stuff. Like I've never been watching like a movie on Peacock and it crashed, but no, nope, it's I'll always damned if pay per view. You want to watch it? Oh, sorry. Yeah, it, it happens. It doesn't happen to me during the live stuff. It always happens if I'm watching something. Um, yeah, like old archives or something like old stuff. It always yeah. crashes on me. Yeah, that's me. It's like 
you make it through like you know the second match and then it crashes and then and you, you have to start you... it over yeah you can't start from like where you were at like yep. it at a freeze if, you're not, if you do that and if you're not paying for peacock premium you gotta fast forward it and still get all the fucking commercials <laughs> damn so. I don't know. I just well, the fast forward don't work for me though. That's the problem. Like, oh, it, like after, like yeah, like if you fast forward, it crashes automatically without it, Jesus. you know, crashing. Then that's why I like it pisses me off when it does it in the middle of a pay per view because then it's like I don't want to try to watch it again to see if it's gonna crash. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I don't really watch a whole lot on Peacock. Like I watch the um the pay per views when they're live. And that's pretty much it. Like, I won't go back and watch anything because the interface sucks. It's hard to navigate through it and find stuff that you're looking for. The WWE I mean, I Network. Love I love the content. Like, I love the content. Yeah. Like, I, I'm all for watching old wrestling. But it's just, you know, it makes it hard with Peacock. Like, I noticed, too, it's like the pay-per-views that are, like, near... The ones that are coming up, so like you know, yeah. like uh, uh, WrestleMania came up. You want to go back and watch WrestleMania? It's like the WrestleManias crash. If you want to go watch, you know, SummerSlams, the SummerSlams crashes, the backlashes. Guys, I want to watch a couple of the old backlashes. But I couldn't because they fucking don't work. Sucks. Yeah, I like the yeah. interface. Like I said, the WWE Network's interface was a hell of a lot better and a hell of a lot smoother. Especially, like, if I wanted to watch, say, like, a match with Raven. I can type in Raven, and it brings up everything that has Raven in it. It's just, yeah. like, I can't do that now. So. And then it had the thing, no. too, where you could add, like, favorite superstars. You'd have, like, a favorites list, so you go down there and pick, you know, one of them off your favorites, and it would bring up everything, all their content, and like a quick little, quick little launch thing. Yeah. Man, that sucks. Hate Peacock. Not a big fan of the cock. Not a big fan of the Peacock. <laughs> yeah. All right. So that's pretty much all I have for news. Do you have anything that might have missed or? Uh, no. Okay. Sounds good. Let's jump over to instant replay. Let's talk some backlash. 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 Live from Puerto Rico. What were your thoughts on the pay-per-view overall? Overall, um, it's not something like I'm hating on it. Like it was good. Uh, I mean, there wasn't like the match of the year wasn't on the card. By, by far, yeah. But I mean, the matches were good. Like there were decent matches. Like I, I, there wasn't a match that I was like, "Oh, I hate it." Uh, but you know, you don't have your world champion there. All that stuff. It's kind of hard to get into pay-per-view. Yeah, but the biggest thing with us, like the crowd, was just freaking amazing, and it makes you wonder, like, if this. If this pay-per-view happened anywhere but Puerto Rico, would the crowd been as hype? Or the matches would have been as good? It just, just depends. 
uh, like if they were somewhere that hasn't had, you know, like an event or a big event in a while, I could see it being hype. But if you're yeah. like in Los Angeles or something like that, where they have had had like hundreds of them, like you don't get that that hypeness. Well, I'm looking at I'm looking at the card on Wikipedia, the shortest match on here was six minutes and fifty seconds, and that was the triple threat match. Yeah, which was a good match. Yeah, it was a very good match. Um, yeah, let's just go through the match card. We didn't do picks last week because, uh, as you saw the title for last week's episode, we forgot to talk about backlash. <laughs> and I was going to pick all the winners too. I don't know why it me over. Yeah. Uh, let's run through these matches real quick here. Um, Bianca Belair versus EO Sky. This match was great. It was a great opening matchup for this pay-per-view. They did an awesome job with us. Yeah, um, whoever made Bailey's pants, who does to you? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> those, <laughs> pants, those pants were phenomenal, and they had all of us like, are these things going to bust? Like, <laughs> what's going on with these? How are these held together? No, but those pants were amazing. <laughs> oh, super awesome. Though. Um, there, there's really, it just amazed me with how much the uh, the crowd was behind EO during this matchup. But uh, come to find out, as I was listening to our friends of the Run In podcast, they had um, our other good friend on there, Kenny. And he was talking about, he did some research on this, and apparently EO did a lot of work in Puerto Rico prior to coming to WWE, when she was on the independent team. So she was like, uh, in, okay. in his, in Kenny's hometown. words, yeah, the hometown favorite during this matchup. So, but, yeah. um, that, that explains why Bianca was getting booed. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But even still, like EO and Bianca put on a hell of a matchup. Like I said, this was a great opening match and really set the bar for the rest of the night, too. Yeah, yeah, it was a good match. Quite enjoyed that one. Uh, of course, Bianca uh, retained over EO, um, even with the uh, attempted outside interference, but that ended up costing EO the match. So we still saw some cracks with damage control. We'll see how that continues into the next couple weeks. Uh, let's see. The next matchup, I wasn't too keen on. Um, I don't think any of us were, which is uh, Seth Rollins versus Omos. This will probably probably have been my least favorite match of the night, just because Seth really doesn't need to be wrestling Omos. It just doesn't make sense. Omos is, Omos is my, my 52nd favorite wrestler. <laughs> oh, man. But even, even like all together, like the match wasn't terrible. No, I, I, uh, I, I that can't say it sucked, was, but was, yeah, that that whole sequence good. too with like the um that first curb stomp, stomp he went to hit and Omos like kind of blocked it, like that was mm-hmm. pretty cool. Like I was like, okay, so th- this is cool, and then you know he hits that one off the top rope. It's like, damn, Rollins with the super stomp. <laughs> yeah, I mean to be fair, like Omos has put in a lot of work. For a big guy, and he's not he just not just being like your giant Gonzalez or great Kali. Uh, 
Derek Colley, or you're just like a big tall motherfucker. Like at least he is putting in, putting in work. Yeah, and even that I mean, team, he probably like, won't never get to Taker or Big Show's level, but you know he's yeah. alright. Yeah, even the Iron Claw, like the Iron Claw, looked good too. Yeah, like Seth sold that pretty well. Omos was selling it pretty well as he was using the move. So, I mean, it wasn't like overall the match was good. Like, like I said, it wasn't terrible. Like, it was was the best match on the card. No, but it wasn't the worst match on the card. Like, I really cannot look at this and say there was a single terrible match on this card. Yeah, that was awesome. So Rollins defeated Omos, which um. I don't think it's going to hurt Omos at all because he still kind of looked good in that match. Same thing with him and Lesnar. As he pretty much dominated the majority of the match with Lesnar at WrestleMania. And it was pretty much the same thing here too until um, uh, Rollins started going after Omos's knee and, and all that stuff too. So yeah, yeah, Usually when you have like a, a bigger wrestler, like to me, like you have better matches with like a bigger wrestler versus a smaller wrestler than you do like two big guys. Yeah. Like, it's usually like you get like, say like Rey Mysterio and Big Show, you know, where it's easier for Big Show to, you know, kind of toss Ray around and do like some of these big moves and stuff that you wouldn't normally see him do with like yeah. Brock Lesnar, you know, someone bigger. I mean, like to me, like, the Raven Mysterio versus Kevin Nash match will probably be like a way better match than Kevin Nash and Sid Vicious was like ever. Yeah. In my mind. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think any match with Sid Vicious could be like better than anything. <laughs> Unless he's in there with a little guy, like his, um, his matches in ECW, like Spike Dudley and a couple of the smaller guys, but that's pretty much it. But. I mean, he's had some decent matches, but, you know. Right. But, yeah, Nash and Mysterio was pretty solid. Oh, awesome. So, like I said, Rollins defeated Omos, and we move into the next match on the card, which is a triple threat for the U.S. Championship. Austin Theory, Bobby Lashley, and Bronson Reed. Uh, like I said, shortest match on the card, six minutes and 50 seconds, but it was a hell of a matchup. Yeah, it was. Like I, uh, going into this though, I thought that was probably gonna put the title on Bronson Reed. That's what I thought uh, too. And I'm like, oh, they have Bobby Lashley in there. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. But this match was so good. Like Bronson Reed, for as big as he is, and like the speeds and the the speed that he moves at, and the stuff that he can do, like this dude really is like the modern day Bam Bam Bigelow. Yeah. There's really no denying that one at all. Like he pretty much just pays homage to Bam Bam in every match anyway, because he comes out with the flames on his uh, ring gear now and all the other stuff. So, but um, even with us, like him and Lashley, like when you think of like two bigger guys, like these two just gel very well together. And then you throw an awesome yeah. theory who's had great chemistry in ring with Lashley. Like it's it was just a recipe for for an awesome matchup, and that's what we got. You know, yeah. straight down to theory tossing Lashley out of the ring and taking the pin on Bronson to retain. Good stuff there. 
Uh, probably my favorite match of the night, uh, Rhea Ripley defending the SmackDown Championship against Zelina Vega. Man, that was a good match. The crowd was hyped. Yeah. <laughs> it was a great match. Right down to the uh, the Chocolata that uh, Zelina Vega pulled out from her mom and whipped at Rhea. That was awesome. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty funny. <laughs> And it's just like Michael Cole on commentary just made it even better. He's like, if you're Latino, like, you know the significance of this. And if you're a Latino kid, you really know the significance of it. <laughs> it was so great. Right down, like, the match itself was just awesome. And then you get, like, the, the interference from uh, Judgment Day. And then you get the LWO coming out. But you get, you don't just get the LWO, you get fucking Carlito. And Savio Vega. We had, was it Savio Vega was first? Was it Savio that came out first or Carlito? I can't remember. But either uh, way, like the, yeah. the crowd just went nuts for both of them. Um, of course, you know, Carlito, his family big with the uh, World Wrestling Cons- Council in Puerto Rico run by, you know, his dad. And then um, you have Savio Vega who runs the uh, IWA. Um, this is the international international wrestling alliance um, out of Puerto Rico as well. So, like, there's tons of wrestling history in Puerto Rico um, if you do the research on it, just between those two promotions. And I know there's a bunch more that came and went through Puerto Rico too. But um, huge reception for both of them, and well deserved. So, yeah, both of them too are kind of slept on. Like, you know, what oh, I mean? definitely. Carlito, I still don't know why he's not NWV on top. Uh, apparently, rumors are that um, Carlito is as big as he is because of some uh, extra supplements that he's been taking that uh, he would not be able to take if he signed with WWE and would not pass a uh, wellness check. So, <laughs> that's, the, that's the rumor. I don't know how true that is or not, but that's that's what's floating around on the interwebs. Yeah. But uh but it's one it's one of those things or if somebody wants to take steroids, it's don't take steroids. It's not like it's a real sport. I know, right? It's not like they're going in the box or something or like Greco Roman wrestling. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, but that was awesome. And uh Mattel, like you guys probably aren't listening to this podcast, but we need figures of Selena Vega. We need a Savio Vega. Get him signed to a Legends deal. And for the life of me, WWE, bring back Carlito. <laughs> Dude, you know Mattel's listening. Brought your 58th favorite podcast. 58. <laughs> oh, man, awesome. But yeah, we definitely need figures from those. Such a great match. Like, yeah. I kind of feel like, I know Garrett had mentioned in her group chat that this should have been the main event. And I kind of agree with it, just kind of how it ended. Or not this one, sorry. Um, the next match, Bad Bunny and Damian Priest. No. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Bad Bunny and the LWO, LWO came out in this match, too. Mm-hmm. It was this match that came what, out with, not the Ripley and Zelina Vega match. Jesus, I got the matches yeah. mixed up here. Damn. <laughs> yeah, because Finn, um, Finn and Dom came out during this matchup, and then... 
Yeah. The rest of everyone else came out. So this this is the one that should have been the main event with the way it ended with like everyone you know, like hoisting Bad Bunny up on the shoulders. It really had like the closing, like which what you would think would be a closing moment of a pay per view. Yeah. Even like in the ring too, like just everything leading up to like the the outside interference from everyone was just great matchup. Bad Bunny has got to be one of the one of the better, if not one of the best, um, celebrity wrestlers that we've gotten in a long time. Like even more so over McAfee and Logan Paul. Yeah, I mean he's he's had. Some good matches. And uh, the Canadian Destroyer, too. It's just awesome seeing him hit that. Or I should call it the, uh, the Bunny Destroyer. Nothing Canadian about that. <laughs> uh, what else here? Then we go from that to uh, the Bloodline. Uh, taking on Matt Riddle, Kevin Owens, and Sami Zayn. The bloodline pick up the win on this one thanks to Solo, who was about to whoop everybody's ass in this matchup, <laughs> specifically <laughs> Jay's. So, uh, definitely still see the cracks uh, forming amongst the bloodline. Like I, I just don't know what they're gonna do between with the Usos and Solo. Yeah, I think I think Solo is gonna be the one to take the belt off Reigns. Think so yeah i mean if i was writing it i mean it makes sense why not have someone from the bloodline turn on them and um take that belt off of them <laughs> shit you know what i mean because solo's undefeated as a singles wrestler yeah and then almost undefeated as a damn tag team wrestler. Pretty much. Oh, I remember this one. I had a brain fart. I was looking something up and then <laughs> I totally forgot what I was doing. Um, yeah, but it was a pretty solid matchup. And then we, um, of course, the Bloodline retained or defeated uh, Riddle, Code, or Riddle, KO, and Sammy. Uh, we move into the main event. Cody Rhodes. <laughs> <laughs> Cody Rhodes taking out Brock Lesnar. Um, <laughs> the funny thing of this Mark match is WWE releases a statement that, you know, like, or they say, like, reports going around, like, sources say WWE is not doing blood anymore. Um, and then here's Brock, Brock coming out there. Like, yeah, hold my beer. It went uh, full of John Moxley. Pretty much. But this is, that was more impactful than Moxley doing it. Because we see Mox get cut open every single time he wrestles, pretty much. Yeah. yeah, How many times have we seen Lesnar get busted open? Not by many. Yeah. So, like, the the last time I can recall him getting no, actually, that wasn't even him getting busted open. I was going to say him and Hogan in the Hell in the Cell, but that wasn't him. That was Hogan got busted open, and Brock was like covered in Hogan's blood. Yeah. Um, 
but yeah, like Brock hardly ever gets busted open, and it and and that's when I say like AEW does too much blood. That's what I mean. Is like it doesn't mean anything if you do it every single week. Where something like this happens, you know, Lesnar gets busted open, then it's like, oh shit, Cody busted open Brock. Like that means something, and that's that's what you want stuff like that for is to mean something. So even like those matches where, you know, Dusty would get busted open, like it was in a match that meant something. It was like in a steel cage match or something like that, or like a bull rope match or something that was like ending a feud or, you know, like in the middle of a feud, like a grudge match in the middle of a feud and, you know, they get busted open. I guess that's just how I feel about it. So (laughs) some fans like seeing blood every week. More power to you. And of course, uh, we see Cody uh, defeat Lesnar. Well, he hit him like four crossroads before he finally. No, he didn't even hit him with a crossroads. He rolled over on the uh, Kimura lock and got the pin. Yeah. Which is a, a pretty solid counter for that. Like, I haven't really seen that happen before. It's pretty awesome. So that was Backlash. Backlash was a good pay-per-view. Uh, let's see. We had the jump over to Monday Night Raw. We had the triple threat matches start off for the uh, World Heavyweight Championship, the tournament. Uh, Seth Rollins ends up advancing after defeating Finn Balor in a uh, SummerSlam rematch from, like, years ago. Uh-huh. So Rollins will go on to Night of Champions and take on the winner of the SmackDown bracket, which just happened tonight. Um, and it's going to be Seth Rollins versus AJ Styles for the World Heavyweight Championship. Wow, that's that's pretty good. That's that's going to be a phenomenal match. Yeah. Uh, Styles. I think Rollins takes it then. I, I hope so. Rollins. Rollins needs a win, like a big win. And this is that thing because he's like the dude that ends up getting everything, gets like the like the shit stuff. Like he needs he needs something. Like then there's gotta be some kind of payoff for him. You know, wrestling the Omos, losing the Cody three matches in a row. Um like all the other shit that that he's had to endure. <laughs> over last at least the last year so. what up yeah it looks like styles won his match then the uh main event was styles taking on bobby lashley so styles ended up picking up the win over lashley yeah. awesome stuff there oh what else we got uh so everyone's thinking Cody was going to win that world heavyweight title, right? Mm-hmm. Win the tournament, go on to Night of Champions. Uh, Brock Lesnar had other plans. <laughs> so he came out and completely destroyed Cody and allowed Finn to pick up the win to advance to face Rollins, which you know just said that he ended up losing. So we're not done with Brock and Cody. So we'll probably see more of the two of those at Night of Champions. Uh, which is the right thing to do. Because like you I, can't I think have, so. yeah. you can't have Cody lose at WrestleMania and then turn around and give him the fucking title at Night of Champions yeah. that ain't from 
Roman Reigns. Like, it doesn't make sense. Yeah, and that's that's the whole end goal, is Cody beating Roman. So that's that's what we want to see. We don't want to see, you know, Cody, oh, here's a secondary, you know. I'm not going to call it a secondary title. I'm going to, it's going to be like one of those things like, okay, we don't want to take the belt off of Roman. So here's a new belt. Here you go. So instead of just making him defend, you know, the, the WWE title, the universal title and having them drop one of those, but nope, we're going to give you a whole new belt. So, so hopefully they give Roman a new belt. So he's not carrying around too. And I think they need to do the same thing with the tag belts. If they're not going to split them up. I mean, I like the classification of world champion, but yeah. it sounds better to me than universal or, um, this plain old WWE champ. Yeah. Um, but to me, like, I don't know if I was going to do like a story, instead of like, Oh, we're creating this new belt. I would have just, Played it off as like a for stripping Roman of one of his belts because he's not defending it. You know what I mean? Yeah. <clears throat> Makes sense. They made something up. <laughs> oh man, awesome stuff there. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Uh, AW this week, the biggest thing coming out of AW was Don Callis turning on Kenny Omega during this uh, cage match against Chris Jericho. Oh man, that was Don definitely Cal- something. Something I didn't see coming there, but I guess they've yeah, been I mean, planting seeds for a while. But you don't watch enough of it to see the seeds here. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> I don't know. I fall asleep during half of it. So, <laughs> oh man, yeah, that was. I guess that was like they're like pretty shocking to a lot of people. So Don Callis, like, yeah, sure that's that not helps, like the so. fact that Don Callis is injected in the fucking storyline. Yeah. Nobody really. So. Uh, I guess it's one of those things we probably could have picked up on if we if we paid more attention to it, like you know, him trying to you know pin stuff on Hangman or yeah. uh, tell Kenny like, like hey, you know, let's go do this or you know bring it in to Kesha. So it's not like Paul Bear turning on the Undertaker. No, yeah. it's not not that big of a thing. So. Like Don Callis is a heel. Let's let's be honest, like. Kenny Omega is going to be working more face, and yeah, Don Callis isn't going to work with a face Kenny Omega. Yeah, I mean, if if you know um, MJF is your champion, and then you bring him up back home as probably a heel, it it would make sense to turn Omega into a face. Yeah, definitely makes more sense to do that than not. Uh, I'm trying to think anything else big happened on AEW. I don't really think there was outside outside of like the regular Blackpool Combat Club stuff, MJF running his mouth, all that fun stuff. So. Oh, you had uh, Julia Hart and Anna Jay in a no holds barred match or false count. I think it's false count anywhere or something like that. No DQ. And I ended up jumping. Wow. Julie Hart prior to her getting in the ring. 
Oh, it wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. Uh, what else we got here? Uh, last week, the uh, on Rampage, you had the firm deletion. They released an extended cut of that uh, to uh, Bleacher Report and onto YouTube. I haven't had a chance to watch it yet. I've been meaning to. <laughs> it was uh, it was pretty good. There were some pretty funny spots in there too. Um, Stokely Hathaway, man, just getting beat down by the Hardy kids was great. He <laughs> like rolls up in the Hardy's house and like Reby comes. I guess they have a fire pole that goes into like their movie theater. So Reby comes like sliding down this fire pole and she's like yelling at Stokely in Spanish. Like, I guess I'm like, who the hell are you? Why the hell are you in my house? Get out of my house. And then like, here comes like Maxwell Wolfgang, and then they just come in and start beating the crap out of Stokely. And he's like, oh, you some badass kids. Ah. Ah, he's like, forget baby's kids, man. Ah, the Hardy kids. <laughs> oh, it was good. Then coming face to face, face to face with Gothic baby. <laughs> Actually, did a little scene with them too, with um, with Maxwell and Wolfgang, where they're um, chasing him in like a little Power Wheels car, like the uh, the golf cart thing they did. So like running halfway yeah. down in the freaking power wheels. <laughs> it was good. If y'all haven't got a chance to watch that, go ahead and check it out. Like I said, you can find it on YouTube. It's on Bleacher Report for free as well. Um, lots of good stuff there. I feel like the the ultimate deletion matches. It's it was pretty much on par with that. So that's the rest of it. Oh man! All right. Um, trying to think of anything else significant from the week and i can't think of anything so let's go ahead and jump over to our wrestler of the week carl your pick this week who you got for us i'm gonna go um usually i go with like underdogs um but i I decided not to do that this time and i'm going with the one and only heartbreak kid sean michaels nice and then uh, I, 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 I'm debating on like what um, uh, what match to go with because I you know everybody always goes with like the Ironman match, right? Yeah, um, or the ladder match, or the or the ladder match. So I, I decided to, to switch it up, and I, I decided to go with Hell in a Cell one. Ooh, that was a good one. Yeah. I think a lot of people forget that Michaels was in that first Hell in the Cell matchup. Yeah, generally and, you, and people forget you, how good of a match it was. Yeah. Because when you bring up Hell in a Cell, the first thing that people go to is, you know, Mick Foley getting thrown off the cell. Yeah. Oh. I mean, that was the first time they went on top of the cell, but it definitely was not the first Hell in a Cell match. But that was also the uh, the debut of Kane in that first match, too. And we get the iconic Vince McMahon or uh, Jim Ross. That's got to be Kane. That that's got to be Kane. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, since Garrett is still crying over dog movies, we don't have overrated, underrated this week. That'll return next week, as long as Carl doesn't show him any other sad movies. God, don't show him Marley and Me. <laughs> 
my dog skip. Yeah, let's not uh, let's not show him those. <laughs> oh, awesome! All right, so let's jump over to No Holds Barred this week. Um, somebody put in here, Robert De Niro is having another kid at seventy nine years old. <laughs> I didn't put that in there, Garrett. Must have wanted to talk about that too. <laughs> Damn, it still works. I don't know. She got probably in her thirties or something. <laughs> Man, that yeah, is it's, uh, it's a Viagra, Blue Chew, M's. Like, come on, man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, depending on how the lady is too. Like, you know, it's kind of yeah. hard once you get up in age to to pop them out like that. So, yep. What if he gave her the test, you know? <laughs> Man. Oh, 79 years old. Having another kid. Dude, he's probably, he's, by the time the kid graduates from high school, man, Robert De Niro's going to be dead. <laughs> <laughs> probably. <laughs> or in a taxi somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, what else is on here? We got Guardians of the Galaxy open last weekend. Have you seen it yet? Or? Very well. I have not seen it yet. Uh, I'm going to be honest. I'm not that huge of a Guardian of the Galaxy fan. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I, like I haven't seen one. any of them. I liked the first one. It was like, all right. I said I like yeah. it. I mean, like, like I'm not going to watch it every day or nothing, but like... No. If you were watching it, I wouldn't tell you to turn it off. Yeah. I haven't seen any of them in the theater. Um, I watched them all either like on Blu-ray when it came out or Disney Plus. So I'll probably do the same thing with this one um, once it hits Disney Plus. Uh, um, apparently Mario, the Super Mario Brothers movie is coming to a uh, streaming this coming week. Actually, they bumped it up. It's supposed to be like a few weeks out, but it's coming soon. I have to check that. Um, I am not sure what's. I know it's coming to like video on demand, like the rental ones for like Prime and like Voodoo and all those. I'm not sure if it's hitting like um, Peacock or something like that. Let's see. The uh, uh, NFL released like the uh, the schedule uh, Thursday night, and uh, oh, really? like I know, yeah, Garrett, Garrett's not here, so like we're we're not going to like dive too much in it. Uh, but my team, uh, Tennessee Titans, uh, they put together well, they put together two videos. One video was kind of like a hype video, it had Shameless in it, but um, oh. <laughs> they did another. They did another video, uh, which I like, had like random people on the street that was like supposed to be guessing the Titans uh, uh, opponents about our logo, and um, some of the <laughs> some of the things they got just put me in the mind of like maybe you like if you're trying to like guess the names of the team, 
So like the San Diego Chargers, they called like uh, the Light Lightning McQueens. Uh, somebody said like the Texan Texans. Uh, what was another one? Uh, <laughs> the Dolphins. Somebody said the Atlanta, the Atlanta Florida Dolphins. <laughs> uh, the Panthers. Somebody called them the North Carolina Tigers. Um, The um, what was another one? Oh, the Bengals. You know, it's like a tiger and uh, like a bee, and they call them the Boston Bobcats. <laughs> uh, but one of the one of the funniest ones um, that kind of went um, kind of went viral because this team changed their Twitter account to that, yeah. and I don't know if this lady was like on drugs or whatever. But the Atlanta Falcons, you seen that the Atlanta Falcons logo, right? Yeah, Chris. Yep. You say you, you are okay. It's a bird, right? Atlanta yep. Falcons. <laughs> and she goes, "Oh, the Atlanta Stallions are red stallions." And I was like, "What? <laughs> like it's a fucking? <laughs> it's not a horse. It's a bird." But uh, <laughs> but uh. The Atlanta Falcons, they changed their Twitter handle to the Atlanta uh, Red Stallions. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty funny. Oh, but I was like, yeah. I was like, I put my mind up. Uh, but yeah. <laughs> oh, awesome. Uh, looks like the Mario movie will be coming to Peacock. There's no um, official no release date for it on streaming yet, but it's that's where it's going to end up at. My kids are gonna be excited for it. Oh, my kids are already like they wanted to go to the theater and see it, but they've been badasses, so they ain't going to the theater to watch it. Yeah, the last <laughs> couple times I tried to take my kids to the theater, like it didn't turn out too well. My son might be okay right now, but I don't know if my daughter would. Yeah, Bishop wanders around. I forgot what the last movie was that we went to see. He just did not want to sit still. go back and forth back and forth the kid you gotta sit still can't just wander around and then he's like not heavy enough to keep the seat down so if he moves back he gets like folded up in the seat (laughs) (laughs) that's funny (laughs) oh it's awesome (laughs) oh man good stuff did you watch scream six yet i have not you watched it I did. I watched it a couple of weeks ago. Really good. Like I enjoyed it. I thought the uh, it's much better than five. It ties into five, but it's it's a lot better storyline wise than five was. I, I guess. Yeah, I might watch it this week sometime. My wife don't like scary movies, so I try not to force her to watch them. <laughs> Uh, speaking of scary movies, I'm going to pay some bills here for a second. Uh, the WrestleGetter podcast is brought to you by the Triangle Terracon coming up October 8th at the Durham Armory here in Durham, North Carolina. 
it's going to be an awesome event, horror themed event with um, a couple guests yet to be named. So keep your eyes peeled on facebook.com slash triangle Terracon. Um, go ahead and like the Facebook page and set up your alerts and stuff on there. So you are one of the first ones to know who the first guest will be. The announcement for that should be coming relatively soon. So definitely check it out. Tickets are on sale now. You can get all the ticket information off of uh, facebook.com slash triangle Terracon. Um, yeah, a lot of good stuff there. So more stuff to be excited about happening in our area. Yeah, man. Man. I'm glad somebody, you know, put something like that together. Yeah, me too. Uh, from what I hear too, the, the guests that they have coming, um, well, I told they're only doing two guests so far. Uh, trying to just start off small, but uh, a couple of the guests they have have not done signings in this area yet. So that's, uh, that's a big plus there. So it's definitely yeah. uh, people you want to meet. So. Pretty psyched. Pretty psyched for that. It's going to be a good time. Oh, all right. Awesome. Um, you got anything else? No, that's it. I figured you probably wouldn't want to talk basketball. Or <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. The. Larry Johnson come out of retirement or Muggsy Bogues. <laughs> <laughs> he said Larry Johnson. Is that the Larry Bird and Magic Johnson smushed up in the one? Who's that? Yeah. Wasn't that a... <laughs> Who the fuck was Grandmama? Wasn't that Larry Johnson? Who was what? Um, Grandmama. the fuck am i thinking of is it used to play in the charlottes and went to the miami heat back in the day oh yeah 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 yeah. yeah. Larry, yeah i think his name was larry johnson okay yeah yeah i ain't heard that name uh, <laughs> i ain't yeah. heard that name in forever yeah larry johnson Jeez, yeah man. yeah so that's when i watch basketball i used to be a hornets fan <laughs> I thought you got Magic Johnson and Larry Bird. No, I I know the older players. I know Magic Johnson. I know Larry Bird. I don't know these new people. (laughs) But yeah, yeah, Larry Johnson, like, you have to rejog my memory. Yeah, Yeah, he'd dress up in, like, the freaking moo-moo and shit, and he was like grandma-ma dunking on, like, teenagers at the freaking basketball, like, the street ball court. Like he's in Space Jam. <laughs> but that's that's when I watched basketball. Like when it was like the height in the nineties of like Michael Jordan and all those guys. So the dream team, all that stuff. Then it kind of fell out of it. Man, awesome. All right. Well, I guess that's gonna do it for us this week. You know. A little shorter episode than usual, but not not too bad. Um, theme of the week was supposed to be a Twitter poll, but honestly, I dropped the ball on that one too and totally forgot about it. <laughs> oh man, I'll tell you, I was just terrible this week. Terrible at everything. <laughs> um, just for that, we're gonna do Ultimate Warrior. Ultimate Warrior. <laughs> Oh, he was our wrestler of the week last week, so why not? (laughs) 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 
Oh, cool. We'll do that. Uh, so yeah, theme of the week can be the Ultimate Warrior. That's a pretty solid theme. Like that, that got you hyped. Like when the Warrior came out. Yeah. It's like it's him like sprinting to the ring, and then like sprinting down the freaking ramp at um, WrestleMania. Was it three? Yeah. Uh, Detroit. He's like, no, 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 I'm going to run it. He's yeah. like freaking gas before the match even started. <laughs> oh, man. You made it farther than I would have. I probably would have keeled over and passed out halfway down the thing. Yeah. <laughs> I probably saw my Achilles running. <laughs> oh, man. Awesome. All right. So, theme of the week Ultimate Warrior. Yeah. That's going to do it for us for this week. Thank you guys for checking us out again. Uh, we really appreciate the the listens, the downloads, the likes, the shares, the follows, the retweets, all that fun stuff. We appreciate the support. Keep supporting us. Keep sharing. Keep liking. Keep retweeting. All that fun stuff. Uh, on behalf of myself, Christian Heat Matthews, and the Tennessee Jesus Carl Crossland, and on behalf of our sponsor, the Kleenex Company, for keeping Garrett company tonight as he cries about dogs dying in movies. <laughs> we'll check you off later. Uh, this has been episode 186 of the Wrestle Guided Podcast. Later, Marks. Garrett's a bitch crying about dogs. <laughs> uh, he'd be more of a bitch if he was crying about cats. <laughs> There's no good cat movie. Garfield. I've never seen it. I've seen the yeah, cartoon. Yeah. But never seen the movie. Nah, the movie wasn't that great either. <laughs> That's funny because like they um Bill Murray was initially pissed because the, the guy that did the voice of Garfield on the cartoon, he said sounded too much like him. And got pissed off about it, but then was like begging to do the Garfield live action movie. Yeah. There's your uh, useless information for the week. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>